Hi friends, thanks for tuning into Rock Paper Clippers podcast. This is your host Amanda V. Here at Rock Paper Clippers, we believe that you if you have a solid foundation in God, a plan and a gift or a tool that God has blessed you with, that you should utilize those daily so that you can live your fullest best life. Today, we are going to talk about complaining and how sometimes our blessings so easily become complaints. Hi friends, thanks for listening again to Rock Paper Clippers podcast. This is your host Amanda V. Um, Today we're going to talk about this saying that I heard the other day and I was just really blown away by it. I was like, wow, just really put my life in perspective. And I'm pretty sure it was Joyce Meyer. Um, Sometimes in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, I'll listen to her podcast or um, her app. And I really like it because it's short and it's to the point and she's so real. If you haven't listened to her, she has a lot of really great things to say. But so I was listening the other day and she says, why should God give you more blessings to complain about? And I was like, wow. She was speaking on, you know, complaining about things or not having a grateful heart. And why would God give you more blessings if you're just going to complain about them? And that is so true for a lot of us, man. Like, the little things. Think about our work. How often are we complaining about work? Well, maybe it's um, just going in general, you know? But we actually have a job to go to that pays our bills. Or maybe pays some of our bills, you know? Um, maybe it's that coworker that just really rubs you the wrong way and you complain. Maybe in your head you complain about that person. Maybe you complain out loud to other people about that person. Um, but at least you have someone to work alongside. And oftentimes when we have a person who is irritating us, it is our own personal character defect that is the problem. And it really has nothing to do with that person at all. And sometimes that's hard to step outside of ourselves and say, okay, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I being irritated by this person? Why is my spirit being irritated by what this person's doing? Um, so usually it's a, it's a self-diagnosis that we really need to dig deep on and figure out why this person is irritating us. And that is hard because, I mean, I personally have people you know in my life who I just have to have and be around in very small doses and it's it's definitely me it's not them even though that person may do things that are kind of crazy obnoxious even um, it's irritating you because something inside of your heart hasn't made peace with that and so yeah so like complaining about people complaining about work 
complaining about having to do housework, complaining about cooking dinner, these little things in life that we often take for granted um, that are actual blessings that God's really blessed us with. We get to buy food. We have money to go to the grocery store so that we can buy groceries so that we can feed our family. There are people in this country that we live in that do not have those luxuries and not to mention other countries obviously you know that are living in poverty and they definitely definitely don't have um, the opportunity to just go to a grocery store and pick from all this produce and meat and bring it home and provide for their families so we're living like kings and queens to some people compared to some people so it's really easy to forget that and especially if you've never been even around anyone in poverty or if you've ever even seen it firsthand it's really hard for you to get that perspective unless you hear it from somebody else and I want to apologize because I'm outside in my backyard right now and you can probably hear like the crickets and the wind and the air conditioner and my dog and all these things but I just would much rather be in nature talking to you guys than in my house. So, side note there. But anyways, so I do have this story that I was at a concert one time. It was a Christian concert. And it was this guy who, he came up and he was telling a story. And he was um, telling the story because they were um, wanting us to do the feed the kids for the hungry, adopt a child, send money in, you know, they, I think they were going to Africa or something like that. So this is how the story went. He went to Africa because he had adopted the, this child and he had him and his family, um, his wife were sending money to, um, this child in Africa every month and they were writing letters back and forth and, um, this went on for like a couple years and you know they kind of got to know this little kid and the kid was very grateful that they were taking care of him and then at Christmas and stuff they would send him like a whole goat you know this was options to send them food was like a whole goat or even a pig or a chicken and so I think they sent him a goat and he was super grateful and one day him and his wife decided to just take a trip over there because they had to meet this little boy and they really just wanted to know um, know him better and on a personal level and they had done missions in their church before so it wasn't weird for them to do something like this so the the child was very excited they're coming to visit him it was a fun time for them um, they went over there and he got to witness firsthand um, the poverty, poverty, sorry, stricken area that this, these, these families lived in. And the house that they lived in was all dirt. They slept on like a dirt floor and they basically had to find their food every single day. You know, the money that was sent did help them to go into the market and get food. Um, but it didn't last the whole time. And obviously they still had to, um, grow their own food and stuff like that. Well, one day they needed to get water. Actually, they needed to get water every day. Sorry. Um, and so they had to walk to get their water. So 
So this little boy, who was, I believe, eight years old, took this bucket of water, two buckets of water, and I, I want to say they were like, I don't know, gallon buckets or whatever, and they started walking with him to get water. Well, a couple miles in, the guy, the American man, asked the person that is with them, the other adult, he said, how far away is the water well? And he said, oh, it's just a few more miles. Well, it ended up being like 10 miles away. So this little eight-year-old boy is carrying two gallon buckets of water like 10 miles every day for his family to get water. And then he, when they get there, when they finally get there, I mean, the, the American man's exhausted, so he just can't imagine like this child carrying this every single day. So they get to the water well, there's a bunch of people surrounding it, like 25, 30 people just jumping in the way, trying to get the water. There's only so much, it only goes so far. And he looks at the adult, the American man looks at the adult and says, how is this boy, how does he get water? How does he fight through these grown men who are basically fighting each other for this water? And the guy looks at the American man and he says, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't. And I was like, 10 miles, fight for water, and sometimes he doesn't even get it. But not to mention, if the little boy does get in there, you know, if he does actually get in there and he gets the water, he has two full buckets, gallon buckets, carrying back of water for his family. He's exhausted. He's spilling a lot of it, I'm sure. He's tired, but he does it every day because he has to and he has no other choice. And you guys, after I heard that story, my heart literally sunk. The American man that was telling this story said that his heart was just ripped out of his chest. He was just forever grateful for everything that he had. And, you know, he did fight to the front of that watering hole for that boy that day. And he got the water and helped him carry it back. But that's just one day out of you know, 365 days in the year that this boy has to do that. So, yeah, so he is fighting for water every single day. And the American man said, he said, I went back to my family. I went back to my wife. I went back to my house, my, you know, four bedroom house that I live in America and me and my wife, we prayed over every single water outlet that we had over us. And he said, it literally disgusted me to know that I prayed over like 12 places in my house that literally produced water by me just putting, turning it on. And he said, I will never, ever, ever take for granted my water source again or anything for that matter that comes so easily for us and not for them and so when we think about complaining and we go back to that saying is why would God give you more just so you can complain about it it's easy to complain it's a natural thing to go to the negative and I've talked about that before in my other podcasts but we just have to remember that we are so 
so, so, so much more fortunate than most people in this world. And we should never take that for granted. And we should always be grateful and always be thankful. And don't forget to pray and thank God for the little things that we have in this life. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Rock Paper Clippers podcast. I just really hope that this story was able to touch your heart and help you to just step outside of yourself and see the world around you as a blessing and your little world that you live in as a blessing, even if times are tough, that always could be worse. And when you're in a time and a season where life is hard, thinking about how much worse it could be really helps me a lot and helps ground me and helps me um, have some perspective on the issue. So thank you so much for listening and I hope that you enjoyed. Talk to you soon.